You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 430. What's old is new again. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 430, as I just said a second ago. And uh, actually, uh, before we start, I there there was a, 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 a haywire kind of craziness that happened. And, uh, you know, Gaz and I, we did the, the Three Kiki Ladies episode number 12. And there were some problems with, with that show. And, I you know, I just very, very quickly wanted to you know offer an apology to the three geeky ladies for that show uh for any hurt feelings which were which were not intentional we did not you know neither character that that gaz and i were doing were was intended to be representative of any of the three geeky ladies it was just us being the the weirdos that we normally are uh now having said that what i don't apologize for is the show itself. We, it was meant to satire and just for laughs. And, and yes, it was in questionable taste. You know, absolutely. No doubt about it, but that's, that's kind of what we do. And, you know, I, lastly, just, we're very, very sorry. We did not mean to hurt anyone's feelings. And we hope that, you know, with this, we can put the whole thing behind us and just move on with everyone being happy stoplight network people and and i guess that's about it well said guy yeah well not really all that well said but uh, in fact in fact it was rubbish but there you go <laughs> yeah, um, best i could do it spur them on god okay sorry, sorry yeah. that's me being stupid um okay so guy this week yeah i heard rumors tell that you have a pro mac yes yes um uh, now, last week I was talking about that I, I had a line on a new Mac Pro. It was a you know a three point one Mac Pro, which is now is this two thousand eight two thousand nine. Now is this from the guy that you offended? No, 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 no. You can He doesn't want to talk to me anymore, <laughs> ever, ever. Uh, this this was this this was a machine I saw on Craigslist, and when I actually emailed him about it, he was out of town, so. You know, and then he ended up getting back from you know the the conference or wherever it was. He was late, so it wasn't until like the middle of last week, like Wednesday, when I was finally able to get a hold of him, and I, I met him out where he lives, which was out to the the west of Washington D.C. And he had uh, a monitor and a keyboard and mouse all set up so I could see the machine running. And he just moved into the house, so there really wasn't a whole lot else in the house. Except, Brilliant. except for these two Mac Pros that he was selling. Because he had a <laughs> well, second gives, one just like this. You know, you know, that gives you confidence, though, doesn't it, that he's bothered to do that. So Yeah, well, cool. apparently he, um, he used to work for Apple, and he's currently working for a company whose name uh, rhymes with Oogle. Now, I, I, I can't say any more than that. Because so, somebody, somebody might guess what that company actually is if, if I went farther than Oogle. that. Yeah, it rhymes with that too. So, 
basically, I, I got this machine home. I, I pulled the drives off my 1.1 Mac Pro, slammed them into this one, and I was expecting there to be, you know, uh, well, you never know. You're, you're changing machines, even if it's all pretty much the same. But, but no, I mean, actually, this one is actually much quieter. It stays like I'm looking at my fan, my, my temperature right now. And I was typically when I was recording the podcast, I was usually at like and it, it, even that it's not bad. It was like 105, 110 degrees Fahrenheit. This one is sitting at 73 with the fans running at 649. I mean, it's so quiet. As so compared to so the where are we taking that temperature from? I have no idea. I think, uh, well, <laughs> move on, move on, guy. That's me being silly. Move oh, on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. I was thinking. I was thinking of a personal temperature there. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, no, that was on the move drive. On, home. That was on, on the drive home. That was on the drive home. <laughs> personal temperature rising. Ah, <laughs> uh, but that's that's a oh no. Yeah, I'm not going there, guys. <laughs> Just not, so. So, not what are you going to do with the old one? You see, you see. Th- this is where I dig in. I want to know what you're going to do with the old one. Well, uh, I have a couple options. I can sell it on Craigslist because, I mean, it's still a fine machine. And I got 16 gigs of RAM in it. So, um, Are you gonna, what's, what's this new one got? Uh, the new say? one only has eight. But, however, so can, remember when I was telling you, you last week that, that I thought it was, it was a four-core, 2.8-gigahertz uh, uh, Intel mm-hmm. Xeon? It's actually mm-hmm. an eight-core. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. When I saw that, I was like, and I was like, and you're selling it for, for, for how much? And after I'd already given him the money and I kind of had my hands on the machine, I was like, you know, you could have sold this for a lot more. (laughs) But as it turns out, he does these like video projects. And part of the deal that he does with these companies that hire him is that they go and buy the equipment. And once the project is done, he gets a certain, he gets a certain amount of it back. So he actually has uh, two 27-inch IMAX 3.02 gigahertz, I think, Core 2 Duo machines that he's trying to sell. Nice. And nice. I was like, wow, really? <laughs> yeah. I know Russ Walkowicz, who, who also uh, is, is a uh, MyMac.comer, when he read the tweets that I was putting out about this machine, he was like, does he have another one? I said, well, as, as a matter of fact, he does, Russ. So I've put them in touch. I don't know if Russ is going to buy it or not, but for the price that I paid for this machine, I mean, it was it was a steal. Excellent. So, so are you going to are you going to just try? I don't know whether you, this is the sort of thing I'd try, and I'll probably get told off for it. But it's the sort of thing I'd try is take the sixteen gig out of your old machine and swap it with the eight gig that's in the other machine. No, it, just it, it well, it's all it's all. Um, I think it's is DDR it, it, two or three. I can't uh, remember right. which one okay. it is off so, the top of my head. So, okay. But it's a different speed. It's a different speed. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, so it's not worth doing that. And I think I think memory is pretty cheap at the moment, isn't it? Uh, I don't know how much I ha- because I'm I'm trying to keep my wife from like freaking out saying, you know, yeah. you bought another computer. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know what? Uh, it it's got 8 gigs of RAM. I'm very very happy. It's a faster machine. I'll just let things, you know, settle down a little bit, calm down. Yeah. Go. Can you get the RAM delivered to work? No, I can't. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I can't even bring a I'm laptop just, into work. Oh, that's a shame. I was yeah. just thinking if you could get it delivered to work, then she wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm trying to get you killed or anything. Yeah, yeah, sure you are. Because I can see it right now. Uh, you know, I'll basically do that, and then you'll send a tweet to my wife saying, you know, he just bought all this RAM. Did you know that? <laughs> 
Did you know that, Miss Mrs. Uh, Mac Parrot? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that would, that's what I would be screaming as I was running out the door. <laughs> well, it sounds good. Sounds good. And it sounds like yep. you got a real good deal and good for you. Good for you. And, we, and if I mean, if he was happy with the, the sale price, then everyone's happy. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, we have both. And this is a bit of 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 synchronicity or serendipity. I'm not quite sure which which this, word actually applies. Not planned. No, no. We have both updated to Mountain Lion on the same week, which is just so weird. After you waiting as long as you did, and of course me <laughs> not being able to yeah, do it, even yeah, if I, I wanted mean, to. Yeah, I mean, of course, that normally wouldn't be an issue because we're likely to have changed, you know, pretty close because we're likely to have gone as soon as it had come out. But in this instance, neither of us had changed straight away. And then we've been talking and talking about it. And uh, I finally, finally, I finally, I finally took the decision. Finally, finally, (laughs) I took the decision, backed up my machines and went for it. And then I saw the tweets from you saying that you were going to be doing it this weekend as well. And I thought, oh, that's weird. He's my brother now. He's my brother. We ain't heavy. We ain't heavy. (laughs) Uh, well, you are. <laughs> well, that means that means, of course, that you're also uh, a brother to my brother Larry. So I don't uh, know. Hi, hi, Larry. <laughs> it's Gus, your long lost brother. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're going to talk more about Mountain Lion uh, in the second section. So uh, why don't we go ahead and, and jump over to the the, the mymac.com stuff? But first, Gaz, there's one thing you need to say. Um, I'm not going to say what's in the show notes. No, no, no. no. But what is it? <laughs> what is it? I always said at the end. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. So the first article, uh, well, speaking of Russ Wachowicz, it's the no, iPhone. No, f- no, 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 no. Oh, no. Wachowicz. Rock- <laughs> the iPhone 5. Oh, Russ, we love you, buddy. We love all you guys over at MyMac.com. Uh, the iPhone 5 we, Defender. Well, well, you might. Most of you. Uh, the iPhone 5 <laughs> Defender Series case review by... Uh, what's rock? Wow, rock! That's hard. To do. That's almost a, a spoonerism, isn't it? That's, it almost that's is. A real difficult. That's a that's a difficult one to do. Okay. What's rock? Which there? I said it real Very fast. Very good. Very good. Uh, I have been using OtterBox cases for my iPhone since I purchased my first iPhone. Well known to be solid and dependable, built to protect an iPhone from just about everything. OtterBox Auto. Wow, OtterBox has continued to do that with the Defender case for the iPhone 5, and it gets a great rating of 9 out of 10. Go on over, and you can see the rest of that one. Okay, now, uh, the next one should have been the one after the one that I'm doing now, and you'll see why I say that in a minute. Yes. Yeah, but actually, I'm doing it in order of how it appears on the website. So this is the Lacey Slim SSD P colon. Is that a colon? Yeah. Yeah. 9223. Or like an accent mark. Uh, yeah, uh, whatever. These people um, and their stupid product names. What is your problem to see? God, just call it something that people can pronounce. Sorry. Well, they have done it. It's the Lacey SSD 9 accent. Yeah. 9223 drive review from Bert Clanchard. Now, it's sleek, speedy, and gorgeous. Mm. No, it's not a gazelle. Aww. It's the P accent. 9223 slim SSD external hard drive from Lacey. Or Lassie. Lassie. The Porsche, the, the Porsche design. Will you let me finish? Um, the, the Porsche. De- 
The Porsche design enclosure measures a tidy five inches by three inches and is only seven sixteenths thin. I've got no idea what that is. I'm imperial. In metro, I'm not imperial. I'm metric over here. I used to be imperial. Anyway, it's seven sixteenths. Well, less than, thin. Less than um, uh, it's what is thinner, that? Half an inch? It's, th- it's thinner than a MacBook Air. And it gets a 9 out of 10 from uh, Kurt. So go take a look. Uh, next. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, I see what you did there. Russ, yeah, no, Russ is back with ma- a review. Go ahead. Now it makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> now, now it makes make, sense. Yeah. Yeah, somehow. Uh, Russ is back with a review for the iPhone 5 commuter series case. For those iPhone 5 owners who want to protect their iPhone but don't want to go to the ultimate level of protection offered by the auto... I did it again. Otter Box Defender Series, they should honestly consider the Commuter Series instead. And it gets also gets an excellent rating of 9 out of 10. Okay, so next is basically John Nemoroski, or John Nemo, who interviews Tavi Gevinson. Tavi Gevinson is the teenage publisher of Rookie Mag and its yearbook. Listen to John's 16-minute audio cast interview. Tavi speaks with assertive confidence about the present and the future of independent publishing, both online and print. Go take a listen. Yep, I've, I've actually heard of her and have seen some articles on her, and um, she is just unbelievable. She, she's really, really, considering how young she is, I mean, I wish I'd had that much, <laughs> that much ambition when I was her age. Uh, next up is the Chasing Yellow iOS game review by Mark Greentree. Chasing Yellow is by far the most addictive game I have ever come across on any platform. At first, I looked at it as a quick game to pick up when I had a few spare minutes. The reality is those few minutes turned into hours and then days. As a matter of fact, Mark is still awake right at this very minute plain chasing <laughs> yellow uh he gives yeah. it a, a my mac.com review rating of nine out of ten now i i was interested in that because i've played that game and i i think it must have caught his imagination more than it has mine because i would give it a high score um but it hasn't made me so addicted as it seems to have made mark but it is a good game i do i do agree with his review Okay, next on the website, Photoshop Elements 11, the missing manual book review by Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. I was ready. Adobe recently released Photoshop Elements 11, a consumer-level version of their industry-standard photo editing software, Photoshop. Um, Photoshop 11, or Photoshop Elements 11, I should say, can still be a little intimidating to the new user which is why a reference like Photoshop Elements 11, the missing manual, is so valuable. Elisa gives it a MyMac.com review rating of 8 out of 10. And Mark is back with, Mark Greentree is back with an opinion piece titled Drunk on the Apple Kool-Aid. He he starts off, wait wait a second, what happened there? Uh, Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's there's something missing after he starts off with. I'm, I'm so confused. No, he starts off by all right. He starts off by saying, "Ah, okay, go ahead." 
Okay, I'll do it then. He starts off by saying, every few months, Apple will hold a press conference to announce the next big thing. It made sense in my mind, Guy. Anyway, every few months, Apple will hold a press conference to announce the next big thing. For weeks before, and in some cases, months, the rumor mill will work overtime in an attempt to pre-announce the latest project product. The aim is to win the blogger wars and maintain bragging rights. Now, he ends the bit with... When a feature I absolutely need come, becomes available or the operating system no longer supports the hardware, I will then upgrade. Until that time, join me in taking the red pill and start embracing reality. And there's so much more in between, so go take a look and a read of Mark's opinion piece. Now, did you, did you listen to the last um, Not Another Mac podcast? I haven't heard it yet, no. Okay, because he, he went ahead and he bought... The, uh, the iPad Mini, and he he loves it. He says ah, it's great. He's, he's been drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last up is uh, EarPods Tech Fan Podcast ninety nine feedback headphones iPad Mini and more feedback. I wonder if he by feedback they mean feedback from listeners or feedback from headphones are on tap for this episode with Tim Robertson and David Cohen. This is important message. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, this is a very important message. I have to apologize. Apologize. I can't even say the word. I have to apologize to John Nemo um, because I was hint- hinting last week that I couldn't understand um, why John was actually doing the Sporties heads up device for performance athlete, uh, athletes review because, uh, you know, jokingly, I didn't think he was that much of an athlete, although that was a bit of a joke. But apparently, and I missed this, so apologies to both John Dicker. Uh, sorry, Jim Dicker and John Nemo, because it was actually triathlete Jim Dicker who actually did the review for the Sporties Heads Up device. So there you go. So are people that do triathlons, are, they're not real athletes, are they? No, nah, they're pretend nah. athletes. You know. yeah. Yeah, just, I mean, because, they, they just do- because they do a marathon and then swim 12 miles and then you know ride a bike for 26 miles? Uh, yeah, but they, where's the athletic skill in that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all they, they do it slowly, so you know. And we can all do that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so I had an email. So shall I read this email? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, it's from Lex, who I think it's Lex Borger, who's actually I think in Holland. He says. Um, I heard your comments about iPhone navigation on my Mac 428. You said that navigation only works with a good data connection and you can barely get by with a poor connection. However, while this is true for Apple Maps app, offline navigation is very possible in the iPhone and for a different, uh, for a very different use case than what you described. For people living in small country uh, where the providers bill huge fees for data storage outside the borders, like the Netherlands, it is a necessity. I use uh, Sigic and Navigon for navigation in Europe and in the US without using any data connection, and all and both work like a charm. TomTom and Megalan, is that right, Megalan, have apps in this place as well. Magellan. Magellan. Uh, both have uh, Magellan. Magellan. <laughs> Sounds like a transformer. Magellan. 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 Yeah. Anyway, whoever it is, uh, have apps in this space as well. And actually, I also received a, a tweet from Alistair Jenks pretty much saying the same thing. So, yes, I agree with you both. Good point. Well made. 
I missed that point that there are apps available that will do it offline. Uh, I was, of course, just kind of talking about the um, the iPhone app uh, on its on its own, and there are other apps on other uh, brands of uh, phones which do the same. But yes, good point. You can buy apps which yeah. are downloaded, and um, and yeah, good. Yeah, well I actually, spotted. I actually... That's. That's why we love our listeners because they bring us back to normality. <laughs> they, they they keep us straight, uh, as straight <laughs> as we can be. Uh, I actually use the um, the the Copilot app, which you can yeah. you can download like individual state apps. So if you don't want to use, because you know the the thing about uh, Navigon is and, and and some of the other apps is it's like their map data is like over a, a gigabyte. I mean, it's a huge huge file. Whereas if you're just trying to go from, say, like uh, Virginia to somewhere in North Carolina, you don't need all those other maps. You just need Virginia and North Carolina. So you can just download yeah. those two yeah. individual and not take up all that room. But it works in the same way that they're ta- that he's talking about here. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Yep. Okay, we also re- I think we also received both on Twitter and email again um, a pretty much the same comment, which is uh, that the these people like the show with all its idiosyncrasies, except for one. <laughs> Could we leave off a little bit on the chipmunks and monsters at home? Um, yeah, well, I think we probably might do. We, we we've already kind of quieten them down a little bit i've i've actually locked my monsters away in the in the cupboard now although my voice at the moment is extremely deep and and bit croaky but that's because i've been refereeing today and shouting uh, very loudly at 17 year olds yeah i would agree with that (laughs) (laughs) all right i'll stop i'll stop i'll stop I know, I know. I get myself in trouble all the time. Uh, Well, feedback from Twitter. I'll do the first one. Uh, From Fitzjohn Baptiste. Well, no, I'm I'm with you. Uh, You MyMac Podcast 429 at Guy and Gaz. I'd love it if you could could get uh, Twitter, I can't even say that, Twitter, Toron on the show for an interview to see where New is going next. I think that's the guy that developed... Um, uh, which Twitter client was that? I don't think he said. Because I use I use TweetDeck, which uh, I really like. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll. I mean, we'll put a we'll put a knockout to that. Uh, that well, person. I did. I actually I actually sent him. Uh, oh, you've already done it, have you? Cool. Yeah. Asking him if he wanted to come onto the show and you know talk to us about where he's taking. Well, whatever Twitter <laughs> client he's he actually does. That's just. <laughs> That's just so wrong. Could you come on the show and tell us whatever the app that you develop is going? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. We, what we, show do you do? <laughs> we, we would love to know. <laughs> okay, so that's good. Well, let's hope you get a response. And and on that theme, um, I've actually put out a couple of requests to a couple of app developers that I've been uh, talking to for a little while now. And I'm they have come back saying they are still extremely busy, but they would like to come on. It's just that uh, the timing is still not right. So we will get we will be getting some people on sure. now. Um, I don't I think this came from John Baptiste as well. Yes. He said I'd also like you to go back to reviewing products. Of course, do it in your usual, usual comedic style. Um, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. I think we might, we might, we might have to do that. We, we'll probably come back to that. We're just having so much fun, folks, that, you know, we get bored with ourselves, <laughs> you know. Getting equipment, that's boring. We just like yeah. chatting. But no, point taken. <laughs> Pretty much. Point, yep. take, point taken and we will do. Uh, from Nick, Mark Shepard. I'm sorry, what did you say? Or was that to telling me to go ahead? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, for Mark Shepard, and this is related to me talking about uh, financial problems possibly with going to Macworld, though I, I may have some news on that front, not this week, but uh, maybe next week. Uh, Mark Shepard says, I may be able to help fund your trip to Macworld as long as you don't mind riding in the cargo bay. <laughs> so, back of a truck. Okay. No, actually, I wouldn't have a problem. Now, if you were a pilot, because I hate flying, I might have a problem with it. But yeah, throw me in the back of a cargo bin. You know, just let me out every, you know, eight hours or so. I'm good. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't do that. <laughs> Let you out, that is. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, from Gary Apter, uh, standing by for the morrow, need something for those 544 miles. Uh, he, he does he it has every day. Some, yeah, that's right. So we've really got to up our, up our ante so we can give him something to listen to for on all those miles that he does. So, Gary, if you're driving, woo-woo-woo, be safe, man. Be safe. <laughs> it- yeah, and uh, I'd, I'd like to announce right here, we're going to change the format of the podcast so it's two and a half hours every week. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that's not true. We're not going to do that. Uh, thanks to Magnatico for pushing podcast, uh, the MyMac podcast 429. We appreciate it when you guys do that. Yeah, and James Turner said that he loves the Wooty. And Guy, I still don't know why you sent it to him. <laughs> I felt bad for forgetting his name. So <laughs> of course, I, now I have to send one to uh, Fitzjohn Baptiste too, I guess. Uh, yeah, well, never mind. Um, now, Phoebe word of the day lives on for yet another week. <laughs> I swear I just, to God, this is the segment that will not die. I just, I'm trying to kill it and it just won't die. And I just don't know why. I, you know, folks, let's let's get this killed, shall we? <laughs> anyway. Well, some people like it. No, that's true. That's true. And why they like it and they keep giving us information, then I suppose we've got to live with it. Anyway. Anyway. So, phoby word of the day. Yeah. Uh, Timure wow. desiderarum macophobia. Hmm. Now, I'm not sure that's pronounced quite correctly, but that's the best shot I could give it, I'm afraid. T- Timurat or Timure uh, Desiderarum Macophobia. Okay, this one now, is so freaking obvious. You, you, you have got to guess this right because this was sent in by a good friend of uh, the network and a good friend of the show. And I'll tell you in a minute who it was, but you've got okay. to guess it first. Okay, well, you know, I, it, I don't even know why they bothered to send it in because it's so obvious. It's, it, it, <laughs> is, it is a fear. Of OS X time machine backups. <laughs> no? Huh. No, it's not. What? It's not. Now, this is probably completely and utterly made up. <laughs> uh, but That's never happened it, before. Apparently, it's Latin for Afraid to Miss My Mac Podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> That's got to be Latin then. Uh, correct, correct, absolutely correct, and it's come from uh, Kevin Older, and oh, he th- said, "Thank you, Kevin." He, he said it was made up, of course. Well, the phobia is made up, but the words probably mean what he said, and he said um, it's sure to stump guy, 
Well, I guess that really isn't easy. Yeah, how, that, that really, how hard is that? that? Really, sorry, that really isn't a challenge, is it? Uh, that's not so much. Not so much. You know, I yeah. I get I get challenged when I tie my shoes, so I I can't see how this would be. You know, how hard could that be? Just translating <laughs> Latin. And the weird thing is, you know, now the MyMac.com podcast has been around for a really really long time, but I'm reasonably sure that it wasn't around. When a lot of people spoke Latin, <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been. I'm kind of kind of sure about that. I think it might have been. Now I've thrown something into the tech news of the weird. Have you taken a look at this? No, I have not. I just saw it now, and, I, and I'm trying to copy it. But Google is being its its usual stupid okay, self. Okay, well, let 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 me let me read it to you. Okay, a stonemason, and apparently this is in the UK. A stonemason has created oh, a, gra- cool. a, a gravestone featuring an iPad. <laughs> the iTomb allows grieving relatives to post photos, videos, and music. I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> At a loved one's resting place. The tablets, which cost up to £659, are secured into a 900 So they're talking about the iPad. Are secured into a £900 traditional York stone. They're solar-powered and have a cover to protect them from weather and vandals. Ken Howe, 64, created the headstone in 10 days for a charity and believes it, become, it could become a common sight. <laughs> well, all I know is you know, when, when you go and you, you visit your loved ones... You know, this gives you the opportunity, you know, after, you know, telling them all the latest news of playing Angry angry Birds. <laughs> what, what I think's funny is, if you look at the picture, it's got mail on it, and he's got mail, incoming mail, so he's going to be You've got mail. Oh, crap, I'm dead. <laughs> anyway, take a look, folks. I know it's not funny, but it's funny to me, so sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, I think that's it for this break. Gaz, why don't you get us out of here before we get ourselves in even more trouble? Yeah, which is normal, I suppose. Okay, everybody, I really would like you to stand by, to stand by, because we'll be right back. John Nemo needs our help. Mark. Okay, Siri, what's the problem? His at-minute podcasts don't have any Aussie slang from down under. You mean like, g'day mate, bloody oath, or fair go? Right, and ag, wobbly, and she'll be apples. You come up with a new promo for Nemo, and I'll send it to him, Siri. Check out Nemo's Hard Yakker at-minute podcast. You're going to have to do better than that. How about a complete sentence? G'day. Grab a cuppa, a bicky, and check out the App Minute podcast with rigid edit John Nemo. It's a ripper. Tell everyone this is Dinky Diane that Siri from Sydney says so. British beef and American pie. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. We are about to launch... MyMac. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the second section of the MyMac podcast. And I'm still here. Yeah, I've got a headache, but I'm still here. And Guy, and I think Guy might still be there as well. So I'm still next. here. I hope so, because I'm recording. Otherwise, what's the point? <laughs> Otherwise, what's the point? 
yeah, what's the point of me being here if you're not there recording? <laughs> that much? Just makes just doesn't make sense. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Anyway. Oh man, um, something weird just happened. Google just signed me out for no reason whatsoever. They must have heard when I, I but that I said something bad about them earlier. Yes. Well, you didn't say. You, it was some other company. Oh, that's right. Google. Google. Anyway, now we're going to talk, I think, about Mountain Lion. Now, we're not going to have a long conversation about Mountain Lion because a lot of you have already had it and lots of other people have already heard about Mountain Lion. But I think we're just going to go very quickly through because that first section did go <laughs> quite long. <laughs> a little, little longer we, than we probably intended. Yeah, I think we're going to just talk about our experiences when we upgraded. Okay, so, you want me on. to go first or you want to go? Yes, yeah, no, you, you jump in, man. Okay, so um, one thing to remember that bef- before you do a major upgrade, yeah, and, and honestly, even if, even oh, if it's a minute, just hang like... A minute, hang on a minute, wait, 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 wait there. Yeah. Everybody, everybody listening to the MyMac.com podcast, this is a sensible bit. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Um, if if you're upgrading from like ten point seven point one to point two, I guess it's not you know as big of a deal as long as as you've got your your various backup methods uh, sorted out. Uh, but before doing a major upgrade, and in this case, going from ten point seven lion to ten point eight mountain lion, uh, it was very important to me that. I have complete backups, not only of Time Machine, which I finally got sorted out, but uh, of like a carbon copy cloner backup. So if things went horribly, horribly wrong, as they sometimes can, I could easily take the data that I had on that drive before and put it back on. And now now you remember it was like the last couple of weeks I've been talking about the problems I had with Time Machine. Yep. As it turns out, and of course, this should be as no surprise. It was a problem of my own making because uh, the the Mac Pros now they have five USB ports, but two of them are on or in the front, and they only have three in the back. So I had this one USB hub for you know all the friggin' stupid devices that I have connected up to this machine through USB, and one of those ports on that hub was going to another hub, which is where I had my time machine back up connecting up that, that drive connected up to. And it wasn't happy about that at all. And I had forgotten I had done it that way until it stopped working. So once I straightened all that out, uh, time machine started going and that took, I think it was like over 17 hours. Ooh, excuse me to get uh, 17 hours. That's a long time. Well, because the the previous one had gotten like wiped out, because I was thinking that the drive was bad, but yeah, it turns out still... the drive was fine. So, how much how much data did you have on your uh, on oh, your machine? One and a half terabytes. That's ah all. right <laughs> ah yeah. Okay. And then um, once that was complete, uh, I took the drive that that I had formerly used for Time Machine, and I'm I'm now using that for. Uh, carbon copy cloner backup. So I did a, a carbon copy cloner complete backup of my main drive, which again took quite a long time when you're talking about one and a half terabytes of data. And uh, now the thing that struck me, this is actually the first time that I had updated uh, my operating system through the Mac App Store because 
I had sort of done it previously, but I had saved the uh, the installer on a USB stick and had used that. So this time I figured, okay, I'm 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 not going to do that. I'm just going to go all Mac App Store and do it that way. And I just let it do its thing, and you know, clicked a couple of buttons here and there, and. After it started doing the update, I walked away. I came back like like maybe hour hour and a half later, and it was all done. No problems, no issues. Uh, not with the installation itself. Okay, okay. Well, One, I I went yeah, I went ahead. through a I went through a very similar process. I mean, I've got three machines here which uh, which can um, live with Lion. So I didn't particularly want to download so four gigs. Sorry, Mountain Lion, sorry. Um, And I didn't particularly want to download uh, three, four gigabyte um, uh, um, times. I didn't want to be downloading 12 gigabyte of data. So I I went into the Mac App Store on the main Mac Mini, um, which is the one that I normally do the podcasting and everyday stuff on. And I downloaded the, um, uh, the installer, but I didn't continue. I stopped and I actually created a USB drive because I'd got a 16 gigabyte USB stick. Sure. Uh, I, fo- I yeah, formatted I think, that. I think, you, I think <clears> you need <throat> at least seven to eight gigs to do yeah, that. Yeah, they, they advise eight gigs. They do advise. I've seen uh, quite a few um, blog posts advising eight gigs. So what I did was. Um, yeah, this I tried to I do it on, a, on an 800K floppy. Didn't work. Didn't it? No, I don't know you, why. You know, you, you know Apple. You, know, you make these OSs so big. You've got to think a guy. You really yeah. have got to think a guy. I'm just not happy. Nobody, nobody. I'm going to go. Me. I'm going to go back to Microsoft, uh, to Microsoft Windows because you know they're not thinking about you, guy, are they at all? Just <laughs> not at me, all. Makes, makes me angry. Anyway, on this 16 gigabyte USB stick, that I, had, I formatted it, and then um, it's a bit of a, a process. Actually, you've got to follow. Just you can't just dump the installer onto the stick. Right. You've got to uh, install, uh, put the right installer on the ESD, I think it is, which you've yes. got to put on the stick. But I, I basically formatted the and, drive. Yeah, you do, you do that with uh, drive utility, right? Mm, I, no, I just use disk utility. I'm sorry, that's what I meant, disk utility. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I use disk utility to create the, the drive in the, the correct format. Uh, you've got to have a GUID um, uh, format along with the, obviously, the... Oh, let me get this right. Let me pull this up because I'm, I'm, making, I'm not making it up as I go along because I went through it. But let me pull uh, disk utility yeah. up so I can well, tell that's, the people... Well, that's kind of the same disk. process that I went through <clears throat> with uh, Lion because I wanted to have a, uh, a backup stick in case there was a problem. Yeah, yeah. So obviously I went through and basically I partitioned it into the Mac OS extended um, journal. And then at the bottom of that, uh, the, the uh, partition layout table, there's a, a, a button which is options. And then you go in there and make sure that you, you create the GOID uh, partition process as well. And then once you've downloaded lion i then opened <clears throat> up the lion installer a what because what installer? It, the lion mountain lion oh i've got to get over that <laughs> like, man man alive we just, well we just we were stuck on it for so long that's Go right ahead. anyway oh, sorry i i went into the mountain lion <laughs> installer and you basically have to open up the I'm gonna I'm gonna get a link. I'm gonna send you a link, guy, with the, the process. Okay. Um, but you go in, you get you basically open it up like any other application, and then you find the uh, the installer itself. You then um, open that up 
into disutility. You can drop it into the left-hand column under disutility and open up the ESD file, and then you drop that, and basically you do a restore of the stick using the ESD file. So you actually create the installer on the stick. Now, I'll, I'll send a link in the show notes because that was absolutely awfully um, <laughs> awful complicated. You, you try and follow that, which it is quite simple, really. Um, and basically, I made the copy. So I made a copy on a separate stick. I then went through the process of installing Mountain Lion. I got it right that time. Um, <laughs> onto, the main, onto the main Mac Mini. Um, and then it was extremely slow when I jumped back into Mountain Lion. But of course, guess what Mountain Lion was doing? And that was indexing my drive. So that probably uh, was the reason it was going extremely yeah, slow. I, know, uh, I noticed I, I had that same problem where it was like, yep. you know, once I restarted the machine and it came back up, I was like, God, what is the problem here? I mean, everything was just like... <laughs> I'm opening Safari now. Oh, you want iTunes? Yeah, and it was like, come on, get on with it, man. Yeah. But yeah, now, yeah, now yeah. that it, now because I did, I did uh, all this yesterday, and I've also right. since restarted the machine, and now it's relatively it's it's pretty speedy, quick. Cool. Certainly faster cool. than it was under Lion. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm finding uh, at this point in time, I'm finding it just about the same at this point. But I think it it may well speed up. But anyway, so obviously I've got my USB installer stick, and I went down to the two other machines which I've got, which is the MacBook Air and the Mac Mini Media Center, which you know could probably live with Lion. In, pra- in fact, to be honest with you, it could probably live with Tiger if I'm honest. But no, not the air. I don't joke. think. I don't think you could install. Not the air. Room. No, no. I'm talking about the media center. I'm talking about the media center. Oh, but anyway, okay. I, I, anyway, I've um, the um, so I went down, installed the stick. Oh, popped the stick into the USB drives, and then installed it from there rather than re-downloading. Um, interestingly, though, I haven't yet gone back into. Uh, the app store on either of those machines and gone on to Mountain Lion to see whether it is then recognized that I have already downloaded and updated uh, Mountain Lion. So that that will be quite interesting. So let me just have a... In fact, I could probably do that now. Yes, it's still actually saying um, on one of the other machines uh, on the media center that I've got to download Mountain Lion whereas I've obviously already installed it. So I'll have to wait and see quite what happens there, whether I have to actually do something for it to register the fact that... That you've already uh, done now, it. That I've already paid for it on, the, um, on that particular um, ID, on, on that um, App Store ID that I use, and that it's already installed. So we'll have to wait and see on how that goes. Yeah, I had kind of uh, I had because, some weird stuff in fact, happen. Oh, that's, actually, that's you important. Let me finish. <laughs> let me, no, no, I won't. Um, that's Go important be, because I've actually today had an update on the Mac Mini um, with reference to something through Mountain Lion. I can't quite remember what it was. It was um, some sort of imagery thing, I think it was, and. I need those other two machines to register the fact that they're on Mountain Lion through the App Store because, obviously, if they don't, then they're not going to register any updates for me. So I'm going to have to look into that and try and find out what I need to do. Well, the the one update I saw right after I installed Mountain Lion, and I, I couldn't quite figure this out. I mean, it's like if you have an update to your operating system that you are only offering online – 
why not offer the latest one with with the updates already in it? There was like you know, you know all the voices that you can yeah. that you can choose from. Almost every single one of them needed to be updated after I installed Mountain Lion. And it was like, well, why didn't it just give me the updated voices or, or whatever the, the changes were when I downloaded the operating system? Now, one of the weird things that, that I did see, and part of this is because, you know, not only did I swap operating systems, I swapped computers. Uh, I had to authorize uh, iTunes on this Mac Pro. And you, you know what was really weird? I had moved my old Mac Pro and this Mac Pro into another room so that I could do the, the drive swap. And just after I took the uh, the covers off both of them, it was like, oh, I didn't deauthorize the old Mac Pro from iTunes. So I had to drag it back in here again, connect everything back up, go into iTunes and say, deauthorize this computer. Something very, very important. If you're getting rid of a computer that you're using with iTunes, make sure you deauthorize that computer first because you yeah. only get five yeah. computer authorizations and if you forget and the machine is gone your only option is to deauthorize all of your computers and then reauthorize each one of them so don't do that which which is not too much of a pain but it, it is but you a can pain. only you can only do that i think once a year where you can deauthorize right. all of them at one time yeah so but it's not the sort of thing you do on a regular well, it yeah, it's not, it's not the sort of thing you do on a regular basis, is it? So. Yeah. Uh, some of the idiosyncrasies I've seen, uh, it, it changed my scrolling preferences back to what they call natural, which is the opposite of what I've been doing since I first started using computers in 1987. Do you, do you, do you know, Guy, I now don't, I can't, because I swap from um, the PC at work, which is on XP, I now not, right. I'm now don't know what natural scrolling is whether when you flick up the screen goes up or when you flick down the screen goes down or gee i can't remember it's i i I don't know whether that's weird but i just can't remember what now natural scrolling is and what natural scrolling isn't well uh natural scrolling according to apple is when if you've got a um uh, like a a track wheel on your mouse or, or whatever and you click it up it should go up. Oh, I'm sorry. It should go what? down. You know, if you're moving your finger from the bottom up, it should be going down. Okay. Well, if you're, if you're moving your finger from the up and going down, then it should be going up. That's what they call natural scrolling. I have no idea really? why. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really. Whereas compared to way you know Microsoft does it, the way. Uh, it used to be in OS 10 the way it's been in every single Linux distribution that I've ever used. When you scroll the wheel, you know, move it from bottom to, to up, it goes up. If you where move do you, it from where do you down, change that? Where do you change that uh, that option? Because that's not, I think you've got that the wrong way around, you know, guy. I think natural natural scrolling actually is if you go from the top down. Oh, I see. yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. If it's a scroll wheel, sorry, my apologies. Yeah, right. you're right. If it's a scroll wheel, it does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, it didn't change my preferences. It kept it as the natural way that I'd got it set in Lion. So when I've got my track pack, uh, track pad 
or my magic mouse, if I uh, have my finger at the bottom of the mouse and then push it upwards, anything on the screen will move up. And alternately, if it's at the top of the mouse or the trackpad and goes down, uh, let's say you've got a long Safari page, it then goes right. down. Right. So it didn't Which change. It didn't change my preferences. Well, it changed mine. And and where you find that if you go into System Preferences, your mouse yep. preferences, there's a uh, there's a checkbox there that says Scroll Direction Natural. And I have mine checked off. The funny thing is, I've got a trackpad, so it doesn't actually put it under the mouse preferences. It's put it under the trackpad preferences, which is under scroll and zoom. Yeah, well, I've got both. So in well, theory... So, well, so have, well, so have I, but it, it's not actually... The scroll is not actually on the mouse option. It's only on the trackpad option under system preferences. Really? I've got them under both. For oh, both trackpad odd. and mouse. Yeah, it's not giving it for me for for mouse. Let me just check that. Nope. Ah, no. I apologise. It has. It has. Scroll oh, direction. Okay. I apologise. I thought. I, apologize. I thought I was insane. Oh wait. Well, you are. You really I am. Are. <laughs> it's just that I, I just that today I was more insane. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, now so let me ask you something. Uh, okay. Have you used any programs yet? Where you got a dialog box saying that you can't open this program? No. See, Apple instituted, let me get to, it's, if you look in security and privacy in your system preferences, mm-hmm. uh, there's a, uh, under general, on the bottom it says, allow applications downloaded from, and then you have three choices, the Mac App yep. Store, Mac App Store, and Identified Developers, and your third choice is anywhere. Well, the default yep. is Mac App Store and identified developers. And there was some program, I don't even remember what it is now, that I was trying to use. And it kept coming up and saying, no, Apple doesn't recognize this. And it was like, what are you, I've been using this program for, for God knows, uh, get, get out of my face. You know, I mean, it was like, <laughs> why are you doing this to me? So I and then I remembered that because I, I know that that was kind of a big deal that the sandboxing of applications was kind of a big deal with with not only Mountain Lion but Lion. So uh, I had to go back into security and it took me a while to remember. I had to go back into security and privacy, um, click the lock to make changes, and then type in your password and then click anywhere so that it wouldn't stop me from using programs that I have used for a very 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 long time. Now well, mine, other than mine's, that. Mine's still on the Mac App Store and identified developers, so uh, obviously I've not got anything or I've not used anything yet, which uh, is obviously outside that remit. Yeah, uh, they did sort of did this in Lion, but not really to the extent of of the way sandboxing is no, set up no. in Mountain Lion. Um, one, one, what what one I'm little... finding is, yeah, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, what no, I'm you, finding is... No, no, you go ahead. No, I'll go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'll go ahead. No, you go ahead. As time goes on, I have less and less programs that I'm either not using that are either directly from Apple or that I'm downloading from the Mac App Store. And the the reason why you know I'm hoping that, that most of my programs are going to come from the Mac App Store is that you're only paying for a program one time through the Mac App Store. And you can put it on, I think, as, as many machines as you have in your house, as long as you're still using 
the same um, uh, Mac App Store, iTunes Store account name and password. And yeah, supposed, there's, there's supposed to be an arbitrary um, number of machines, which I've heard the number of uh, those machines being five. But I've also heard lots of people say, well, I've got more than five machines in the household and, uh, you know, I've been able to download them on all of the machines. So, I, you know, I think it's an arbitrary uh, number of five. But yes. Yeah, well, I mean, well, how many people have more than five computers in their house? Well, so, not many. Not many. I mean, it's going to be on the low side, so it really is not going to concern them, is it? So, Probably not. And the other weird thing that I found uh, was when I went to uh, – where is it? When I went to Software Update, I was so used to, in the past, you know, it opens up a separate little program with a little window, and it gives you a dialog box and all the rest of it. Well, under Mountain Lion – your software update goes through the Mac App Store. I don't know if you've if you've run into that yet. Yep, yep. No, I've not. No, no, not yet. So that's you know it, it's a it's a change that you know Apple is is definitely pushing people toward using more applications on the Mac for better or for worse toward you know uh, pushing people toward using the Mac App Store, and I can understand why. From a security standpoint, though, uh, this has also led to other kinds of problems with people that can't get applications through Apple to put into the store. So, I mean, we'll have to see where that goes in the future and whether or not Apple will kind of lighten up a little bit, which would be nice. Yeah, I can't see it myself. I did have one little uh, not an issue because it seemed to have fixed itself. And I really don't know what happened here. Um, I like using the mini player for iTunes. And mm-hmm. previ- previously, whenever you hit the green, you know, the red, amber, green lights that we've got for minimize, um, close yeah. the program, et cetera, on the top left hand of most of the applications that you run, whenever I clicked on the green uh, button, it or the green light, it would actually go into the mini uh, iTunes player. Now I was running iTunes today, and I don't think I'd actually put it into the mini mode uh, since I've updated. And I I put it in. I pressed the green button, and it actually just changed the size of the like. If you was in Mail or most other apps, it would change the size of the screen, the window that you're in, mm-hmm. rather than in it, it would go to some arbitrary size that you may have previously set. And it did exactly that. And I scratched my head, and I tweeted this. Um, that it, you know, it wasn't going to the mini player, and somebody responded to me by saying, "Well, mine still does it." Um, yeah, so I, I, I just tried a, it, and mine did too. What? It went into a different size. Yeah, or it gave it go, me like a it, little, it, like a little mini player, just with just uh, a right. Well, a mine play didn't. Forward mine, and back button. Yeah, mine didn't. Mine didn't, which is what I'm used to, and I like it doing that because I like putting it into the mini size. And it didn't do that. It just changed the sizes. So I thought, "Mm, what's going on here? So I then found that you can actually switch to the mini player by going Shift-Command-M. There's a quick Gaz's tip. Don't play the music. Um, (laughs) I wasn't ready anyway. uh, So basically I I, I did that, and I thought, okay, that's fine. But it's a bit of a faff because I'm used to, you know, just pressing the green light. Although Shift Command M is, you know, a quick keyboard shortcut, it, it's sure. not. It's not my normal process for doing it in iTunes. Anyway, after I'd done that on the keyboard, I then pressed the green light, and it came back up to the normal size window after switching to the mini size player. And then when I pressed it again, it went to the mini player. 
So I don't know what was going on there. Some some weird action which kicked in and is now gone because now whenever I press the green button, it'll either enlarge to the full size or it will minimize to the mini player, which I pff, weird. Well, that's Just what you weird. wanted, wasn't it? Precisely, so it, fixed, but it, wasn't, it fixed itself. It fixed out. It fixed itself after I'd actually gone on the keyboard shortcut to get it into the mini player, and I don't know whether that kind of kicked it in into its process, which it may well have done. Anyway, that's okay. uh, other other than that, other than that, the update and the upgrade has been completely and utterly smooth. I've had no issues whatsoever. Yeah, no no major issues here as well. I, I'm I'm other other than the weirdness of, of an application, you know, not opening up because Apple didn't give it its, you know, bless me father for I have sinned. Um I think uh my experience with Mountain Lion so far you know, six months down the road, has been uh, pretty smooth. I, I, I'm very happy with Mountain Lion, and and I was cool. I kind of I said this in a tweet, and we're we're going to take a break here in a minute, folks. Uh, I said this in a tweet how happy Honestly. I was, yeah, with uh, with Mountain Lion, and uh, I was really really looking forward to 10.9 when they would exclude Mac Pro 3.1s. Because that's really what I'm <laughs> expecting to happen. So I, I, wor- I worked okay. so hard to get a machine that would run Mountain Lion barely, and it'll get left behind in the next OS. Oh well, that's well, I'll tell you story what. I'll life. tell you what. Uh, I'll tell you what, guy. What's so that? let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Everyone, please stand by. Just stand by. And um, yeah, I think we'll be right back. Uh, yeah, right back. Guess back right back. Now we're going to start the fitting out of video. I hear fitting out of video, and I got video. Tired of hearing the same old podcast. You want something new, want something different. Well, I don't know what to tell you. But check out the Apple Junkies podcast anyways. You just might enjoy it. And it's still better than listening to this guy. App reviews and news on your favorite iOS devices. The Apple Junkies podcast. Flabby in unnatural places. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone to the very last section of the MyMac.com podcast number 430. Like, like you didn't already know that. You know, I, we, we come out of these breaks and we say these things. And what, what people don't understand, or at least you know, maybe newbies to the show... We spend like ten minutes in between segments, just just goofing, you know. Yeah, go- goofing is the right word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and you think we play soundboard a lot during the show? Oh, oh, my friends, let me tell you. Yeah, you know, and, and I was don't panic. <laughs> I was I was telling Gaz. I said, you know, um, that he and I, God knows when we would find the time should do a, a an explicit show, you know, where we, we just take in, instead of like, OK, well, we're just going to take the the uh, the the PG and pre R sections that we've recorded. And that's that's the podcast this week. Just let it all hang out and, you know, let the <laughs> let the chips fall where they may. And it'll shatter the illusion guy. 
It probably would. It probably would. <laughs> and speaking of shattering illusions, hit it. Cassie's tips, mostly. Cassie's tips, mostly. Cassie's tips. It's time for Cassie's tip. Yeah, I don't know where illusions came in on that because your tips are usually really, really cool. So there's no illusion um, on Jazz's great <laughs> tips. No, but there might be this week. Okay, especially <laughs> when you hear what it's about. I, I, I try and stick with the original applications that come with an OS. Um, and although Calendar could be a lot better, I try and stick with it where I can. Well, in Lion, um, something had disappeared, which certainly seems to have come back and that is your calendars and when i talk about your calendars i'm talking about the calendars down the month um basically uh when you open uh ical or calendar um what you used to get if you clicked on calendars in lion it would come up with some options and you could then obviously highlight and check which uh, calendar you wanted to use well what they've done in lion in mountain lion rather is brought back that sub uh, menu or that left hand menu where you can um, choose the calendars on the left hand pane it brings up a separate pane from obviously your uh, your month or week or day that you've got well not the day because it doesn't bring it up on a day I don't think um, <laughs> but it, it's in fact it does bring it up on the day I'm talking bunkum um so you can obviously go through your separate calendars because i've got a separate calendar for uh, my rugby games for work for various different stuff um and obviously you can check those so if i want to print off a calendar because we still have a hard copy downstairs because everybody writes on it downstairs um i i uncheck some of those things which i know that nobody else is interested in however below that you used to have uh, the ability to see uh, just one month and that disappeared in lion because it came up with like a a, a sub option it didn't really bring up the sub uh, the sidebar well now in mountain lion it's brought back the fact that you can see the monthly calendar at the bottom and if you are one of those people that likes to see the current month uh, or the previous month and the current month and the next month you can now if you click on the calendar at the bottom in that sidebar uh, when you click on calendars which is at the top left um, you can then drag up various amounts of months according to how much real estate you've got you could drag up i mean i think you could probably drag up 12 months if you've got a big enough screen well let's, and, let's uh, find out here i've got a really big screen so let's see how all far right so you could, so one. you've got calendar open you've clicked on yes. calendars on the left hand side to bring up the side menu at the bottom you've got just one month showing at the bottom uh just one month i'm dragging it up now i've got and, let's see november december 2012 uh, January, February, March of 2013, and we know how far away that is. Yeah, it's at least 12 months away. <laughs> at least 12 months away. Yeah, so I'm looking at, now this is a 24-inch monitor. I'm looking at five months of calendars in my sidebar. Excellent. So there's my tip. It had disappeared in Lion. It's come back in Mountain Lion. You can now see previous months or various amounts of months into the future. Yay! Yay! Is that it? Yeah. Is that, is that the end of the tip? That's okay. the end of that's tip, guy. All right. So okay, here I go. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, okay, so, so Guy. Yeah. No, Guy. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Uh, me first, me first. Uh, so, Guy, have you got a pick this week? I do have a pick this week, and I am finding that uh, this particular application comes in very, very handy, especially since so much of the software that that people are using these days are either from iOS or from the Mac App Store, and it's called Store News by Christian. Uh, I know I'm going to mangle his name, and I'm very, or maybe her name, and I'm very sorry. Uh, Kien Kienli, I think is, or maybe it's just Kien, and the E is Kienel, and the E is silent. I don't know, but it's a uh, it's a free app. And it gives you not only uh, you know, stuff that, that's coming up in both stores, but if there's stuff on sale, uh, it'll show you that. You can select by various types of software that you're interested in. You can look at just the Mac App Store. You can look at just the iOS Store. Whatever it is that you want to see what's up and coming in either one of Apple's main stores, you can find it very easily in store news by Christian Kienel. Kien Lee. Oh. <laughs> Did I mention that it's free? That is excellent. That is yep, excellent. and that's store um, news. Yeah, that's that's quite good. It's because you know scrolling around the uh, the Mac App Store can be a bit of a pain. I, I I do find it a bit repetitive. So having something different is is quite useful to go into and, and see if there's anything new coming up. Good yep. pick. Okay, Thank now I Thank I spun. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I I found or I spotted um, over the weekend that Star Wars: Knights of the Republic uh, was on sale for two pounds ninety nine or four dollars ninety nine. I think it was previously quite a bit more expensive than that. And uh, being a bit of a cheapskate, that's me all <laughs> over. No, uh, that's that's, that's anyone with kids. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, I decided to grab it, and I've I've gone into it because um, I've not had much time, so I bought it over the weekend. But that's my tip, so I, or my pick. I hope it's still at that price. Two pounds ninety nine in the UK, four dollars ninety nine uh, in the US. So use your four dollars ninety nine to do your conversion elsewhere in the world. And it's uh, my pick. I've played it very briefly, and uh, I do like the Star Wars. It, it, it's it's something about the Star Wars music that you know just yeah. takes me back to 1977. Was it 1977 <laughs> when it first started? And I, I just so. I just re- I just remember me and a, a, a friend just going to watch this film, and we came out seeing this film called Star Wars, and we were just our jaws were you know rubbing along the pavement as we walked home we were just we loved it we loved it and we yep. went to school the next day nobody else had seen it and we were talking about you know we were just saying bits from the movie and nobody had a clue what we were talking about <laughs> um but this game well, the, the next stuff. the next revision of star wars uh chewbacca is going to have mouse ears <laughs> yeah yeah you, you, uh, or, or maybe stuff. not <laughs> anyway, I've gone for Star Wars Knights of the Republic. I've heard from lots of people it's a really good game. So when I saw it on sale for that price, I thought, well, I've got to get it. So there you go. And, and keeping on the Star Wars theme. Yeah, I was going to say, boy, that was uh, that was quite apropos since uh, uh, we have a people's pick this week from Magnatico. And he writes, he write, and this seems very, very distinct. People's pick. 
Angry Birds, Star Wars, the name says it all. <laughs> and I've heard quite, a, a, I've heard quite a few people talk about this and say it's actually quite good. So, uh, yeah, you can. I think you can get this both on the Mac App Store and also for your iPad or iPhone as well. I, I know there's a number of Angry Bird games available for uh, the Mac as well. Now, I can only get so far in Angry Birds, and then I just can't get any farther, and it's so frustrating. I haven't even tried Angry Birds well, Star you, Wars you, yet. You, you need you, you can certainly get it on the, the Mac app, so I've just had a quick look. Well, you need to speak to me, because if I haven't got three stars in any level on any Angry Birds game <laughs> that I've got, I get, I get so annoyed with myself, and I'll play it to death until I've got three stars because it, it, it must be an OCD thing I've got, Guy. It, it, you know, if I see a whole page and most of them are three stars or even if, if a whole page of twos and one stars, I've got to make sure that page changed to three stars. It's I definitely can, I OCD. Can, I can see it now. What? Just two stars? Let me try it again. Oh, two stars again? Let me try it again. <laughs> what? Two stars? That's it. <laughs> Yes. Angry Gaz. Yes. That's that's the next that's the next one in the uh, in the chain is Angry Gaz. Yeah. Angry Gaz. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, we. Uh, oh, what is it? Oh, Facebook. I Facebook. Face, I haven't even checked. Bike. I haven't even checked this. Oh. Oh, oh you what? Excuse I should not, me. I should. I should not what have checked Facebook. What did you just say? <gasps> I. I didn't check Facebook. I am. I'm disgusted in you. Uh, that is incredible. <laughs> I just don't believe you just told me that. That is, oh. well, everybody actually, go it, go off and and stop liking us. Take all those likes off so we get back down to ninety nine because that's where we should be. The guys, not checking Facebook. That's a disgrace. Uh, well, as it turns out, I probably shouldn't have checked Facebook because we're down to one hundred and thirty three. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else unliked us. Oh, dear. Oh, I know. It's just, that's just not right. Now, I got to go in here into Google and change that from 134, whoop, actually, no, 34, to 133. And I'm I'm so, so very, so very sad. I, I can't believe somebody else who's now dead to me has unliked us on <laughs> Facebook. Oh, Come back. Come back yeah. to us. Please. Actually, we- I, I know Gaz doesn't really care, but I do. So please, please come back and like us on Facebook. I don't know why it, I, it bothers me so much, but it really does. But on yeah. the other hand, we do have a new iTunes review. Yay! Woo. Yeah. And I, go, I'm, not sure who this, us. <laughs> I'm not sure who this person is. Let's see. Tom Dar 2. He writes, since Ping isn't around anymore, five stars. <laughs> okay, okay. What I've got to say is, come on, you UK and EU peeps. Send those iTunes reviews in, good or bad. You'll still get a wooty. I don't want these US folks thinking that they own the review process on iTunes. Yeah, said it. Yeah. And, you'll, yeah, you'll still get a wooty. And, you know, it may not be in a language that, that you're used to, you know, but, hey, any, any Woody in a storm. Anyone listening to this particular podcast, 
you know, has got no idea what the language is anyway. So, yeah, yeah, because we're such language experts. Uh, okay, now guy, of, guy, 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 guy. Yeah, if people do send in, send in a review, uh, we do ask them to send us their email so that we can send them the wooty. How would they do such a thing? Why, why, Gaz? Funny you should ask that because they could contact me via email at guy at mymac.com or on the Twitter that works at twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. <laughs> Ow, that had to hurt a little bit. Was, was, was that like trying to clear the, the, the throat and, you know, or just anyway, he just he just fell off his perch. Um, okay. Ow. So you can also contact me at gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z at mymac.com. You can also contact me on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Zed, Zed. You, you can also contact both Guy and myself on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Zed. And, you know, it's funny. Um, this has been, this week in particular, we got a lot of feedback on uh, the Guy and Gaz Twitter feed. Yes. Almost all of it was was on the guy and Gaz Twitter feed. Certainly wasn't on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <sighs> so you can also contact uh, Fearless Leader Tim at feedback at mymac com to let him know what what a fantastic job we are doing with the podcast that he so lovingly started back in two thousand and four, and just like. Uh, Kevin and Paul last week, you could drive really, really fast on the highway and call us at our Skype number at area code 703-436-9501. And if you do it right, we can actually hear the car crash as you are distracted driving and sending us a message on uh, on Skype. And we appreciate that. The G-Men take no responsibility for irresponsible driving and making calls at the same time. Are you sure? There he goes. Ah! Mm, okay. I don't know where that came where, from. Whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> well, it's better than this. this I, and I don't know why this particular sound has cracked me up as much as it has. <laughs> it just trails off at the end. That's another one. That's another one that cracks me up. <laughs> hey, bud. Let's party. And on that note, Gaz, yes. I would like to say, first off, thank you to everyone except for that one person on Facebook that has downloaded the MyMac.com podcast this week. Uh, we really, really do appreciate it, and thank you so very much. Please keep your uh, your people's picks coming in if there's some kind of software that you really enjoy that you'd like other people to know about, you can tell us, and we'll tell everyone else, as well as, you know, this is your show, so please contact us through Twitter, through Facebook, through email, through Whatever method it is, even even uh, Skype telephone numbers, if that's the way you want to do it, and and we would love to hear from you because when it comes right down to it, you know, Gaz and I have a good time doing this, but it, it's still 
it's still your show. So thank you so very, very much. We love our listeners. We say it every week, but we really, 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 really do. We do. We do. Thank you all. We're not really sure why you record this (laughs) or record why you listen to the show, but we, 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 we love you for doing so. And you know what, Gaz, I think that this is the best show I've ever done and that I'm good enough, smart enough. (laughs) I still can't say that without laughing and doggone it. People like me. Ned. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. I think that this is the best show I've ever done and that I'm good enough Smart enough. <laughs> I still can't say that without laughing. And doggone it, people like me. Ned. <laughs> I saw you chase that on the Google Docs page just before you said it. <laughs> you know. You know what Google Docs needs? It, the Google Docs needs this sound effect. <laughs> just for when people make big... Oh, you don't like me? You don't like what I just wrote? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's only so many ways, though, I can say the letters E-N-D. There really is. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Next week, it'll be den... <laughs> oh, you see, you've spoiled it now. Oh no! Oh boy! And but that just came right to me. You know, it's. It, <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Because uh, this is right. what goes through my mind. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Yeah, that that that's yep. pretty much what goes through my mind. That's pretty much what goes through <laughs> my mind. <laughs> <laughs>